Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. GSD leader, I wanted to take a quick break from the show to share something super important. Did you know that employee wellness is killing businesses? According to research, 50% of employees miss one to five hours of work every week due to stress. So I'm excited to announce that we just launched a new workshop called Walk and Work. And no, we're not going to be walking and working the entire time. That would be kind of crazy. Walk and Work is an easy solution that offers an in-person workshop and program that boosts employee health, wellness, and engagement. This interactive workshop takes employees through our seven-step process to establishing healthy habits while working from home or from the office so they can be productive while also taking care of themselves. Employee wellness at work is proven to have major benefits. Numerous studies show that healthier, happier team members are more productive in life and business. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Your actions and decisions today will shape the way you will be living in the future. If you'd like to learn more about this workshop, visit walkandwork.co and schedule a time to chat with one of our GSD experts. That's walkandwork.co. Now let's get back to the show. What's up? It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. But yesterday, we were having lunch at this Indonesian place, right? Uh, Lebanese. Lebanese. Shit, I just came from Indonesia. I meant Lebanese. (laughs) (laughs) And the food was so good. But we started talking about the different experiences. And you started telling me your story. And I'm like, we have to make a podcast because it's so good. Like, if you're in the travel industry, And people say to me all the time, like in their 40s or 50s, like, oh, I can never start my own thing. Like, I'm too old. Or like, oh, I've worked with the same company for 20 years. Like, I'm comfortable. Like, why would I do my own thing? And it's like these kinds of stories that need to be told and shared because your story would give other people, like, the oomph to like, okay, maybe I should do it. You know, because life's really short. And it's like, quit living comfortably and... Take a risk. You yep. can always go back. Okay, introduce yourself. Tell them who you are and what you do. So my name is Romez. I'm the co-founder of uh, High End Journeys. It's a luxury brand based out of Cairo, Egypt. A real luxury brand. Yeah, if y'all, we do. <laughs> if you know me, you know. Yeah, so we do like <laughs> top of the line. I mean, it cannot go wrong. So everything from the arrival to departure and all in between, uh, we do it right. So we do it from private access to the pyramids on your own, like, or going to the Valley of the Kings on your own. Imagine opening the 16th chapel for yourself back in Rome, like in the Vatican, on your own. We do these things in Egypt. Like, I've just finished um, a tour. We had a couple of people. Uh, We have opened for them the uh, museum, the Egyptian museum, on their own. They didn't say it in one line. They were just on their own at the Egyptian museum. 
So it's like amazing. So we do all of these ultra luxury uh, experiences. Of course, we do the regular stuff too, a regular daily tour to the pyramids or like, you know, but we, we love the insider access experiences. Well, and they specialize things, and that's something that, and we also were talking about EO, entrepreneur organization, and that's something in the organization. And then also, it's, it's, it's our exact clientele too. It's like they, they not only expect it, but they, they come to us yeah. and they seek very specific people and businesses that serve that very niche market who understand that every single experience matters all the way from landing at the airport yeah. to someone standing at border control. Is that what it's called? Passport yeah, control? Yeah, so, I mean, I could do it right. Um, we have an experience of over 20, 20 years plus. Uh, myself, I used to work for a famous company for uh, like for so long, and then an Ameri American, American company. American company yeah, it's an American company. American company um, back in the U.S. Uh, for I, how long? It's almost twenty years. Two decades. Twenty years doing the yeah. same exact. I was a tour guide, so I, my my career started. I was Egyptologist guide doing a very interesting tours. I was in the peak of my success in this company, and then one American man. I met Damn him in one Americans. of my tours. No, it's like he changed my life. And he told me, why you work for this company? You should start your why? own thing. Why? And I told him, because this is my comfort zone. He said, your comfort zone is not your comfort zone. So if you're in a comfort zone, you're not doing the right thing. To get out of your comfort zone, that's what you should do. And he basically, for a whole week, he was teaching me and about business. And he was kind of inspiring me with ideas. So really, he inspired me to start the company. And when I started, I couldn't start on my own. So I went to my best friend at that time and told him, hey, Aziz, there's somebody who's kind of like poking me to start my own thing. And actually, he kept, kept like telling me, did you start? Did you start? Did you start? And he was like kind of chasing me. I was like, come on. You know, I was like, I talked to him. I talked to my best friend. And he said, oh, yeah, let's start our own thing. And, you know, he said to succeed. You have to be different. So give me three things that will make you different than the company that you're working for. And um, just three. Three things. Makes you different than the company that you're working for. And then I would even help you more to succeed. Yes. And to give me, you know, he wanted to make me think. So I said, We're Egyptians. We're based in the country. He said, Valid point. You're Egyptian, based here. You know your country. No one knows your country better than you. And then I said, well, you're sending your American dollars to Egypt, so you're helping the economy in the right place. So this is part of responsible tourism. You're helping the right people in the right places. And we don't offer, we don't offer commercial experiences, but we offer authentic because we are Egyptians. We do it right. And basically he said, okay, you're on the right track. Let's work on something together. And uh, Aziz and I, we start going on to uh, coaching lessons with this uh, man who didn't know us. I mean, like, yeah. we were, like he was super nice without anything. Yeah. And he started putting us on the uh, right track. Yeah. And then we make, met our third genius um, partner who basically started moving us all together. And we uh, have made a great trail team. So 20 years of tourism each person. So makes it 60 years of combined uh, tourism. That's, that's a long time. And it's not just any tourism and it's not just any experience. Like the way that it's organized from a luxury perspective 
it's it's all about the experience and it's like people that actually care and so even today and like I've gotten to experience some of it even how we met it's funny it's all about relationships I get asked all the time how do you travel to all these crazy places like you know I don't even know where I'm going half the time because I'm not good at geography you don't need to be good at everything my phone tells me where I need to go and that's all that I really need to know but a lot of us we start businesses because we have a passion yeah and then but we like drive the plane because we don't know where we're going you know it's like blindfolded but when you have a mentor or someone in your life and you have the right components and the three people we were just talking a cheerleader a champion and a coach yeah like you have to have those three things i was listening to ron avery who was a speaker through eo and he was saying like those are the three seats like i talk more on psychology like you have to have yeah. the four personalities like the blue gold orange and greens and so same concept but when you know your place and you know who is really good and who isn't so good at things and you come together as a team yep. it works and so now you're seven years in and yesterday y'all were telling me some of the different things that your company can do that no other company can do which you're not going to google this shit you guys like it don't work like that it's never going to work like that i'm from a good old boy downtown but every country and every city has those people and those people find those people and orange people we find our orange people and but you need the other colors to make sure that you have the trip complete and for some people a destination wedding or a destination event like it's very stressful if they've yeah. never never traveled never been on an airplane like just imagine but if they step off and they have an experience like a, oh my god always had always hire a tour guide okay and i'm not just talking any tour guide you do need to do a little bit of research and there's certified people and then there's people who are full of shit who will just take your money and pretend which is a completely different thing but once you've had that experience of you're taken care of you're not afraid to go to any third world country you know you're yeah. not afraid to fight international you know i always think that um, mm. because we're based in the country mm. so and we have our team like we we started three but now we are 12 so we are kind of like 12 people in the office so he's grown yeah, over the growing, years yes. yay and uh, we basically uh, or our team are world travelers so they have traveled the world. They know exactly the need of the travelers. So we're Egyptians, so we're, we're not bringing the West to the East, but we're making the East be appealing and charming to the West. So, and yeah. that's the charm of our company. Yeah. So we are not, uh, we are blending the two cultures to come together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so what are some of the things, like explain what they were explaining to me yesterday is like, taking people that like you showed me this video yeah so like we we, we do it all no one like, else can do this so one of the things that we do we love taking people to an active archaeological lake so and what does active mean in case they don't know active like you really get indiana jones inside you out like so basically <laughs> yeah so what happens we give you we give you actually the axe and you start digging with oh my the, god there's a TikTok on that Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, you basically work well, with I your own hands into the active dick. So you are basically for a couple of hours Indiana Jones. It's, it's a dream for every single person to be part of an archaeological dick. We make it happen for you. Yeah. So, and after this, we take you in a basket. You go underneath the ground for almost 
uh, 10 meters underneath the ground. So we do miles in US. Yeah, so, so 10 people, meters is like... Um, how many miles is that? Mm, we should Google it, I I'll guess. Google it. Keep talking, I'll Google <laughs> yeah. it. 10 meters underneath the ground, meters. which is like dark passages of eternal life of the ancient Egyptians. You get to see mummies and treasures that have never seen light um, that have been underneath the ground for 2,600 years ago. So it's, it's a long time. It's either. really amazing. And, uh, you know, I only think of our tours in Egypt. It's like, um, you know, Aladdin, when he told Jasmine, do you trust me? And he pulled her out. Remember the movie? That's from exactly Disney. from Disney. Yeah. I also think our journeys like this. It's like we take you from one wonder to the other uh, on a magical carpet ride. So we take you to, as I've said before, the Valley of the Kings at night on your own. How many people in the who world that? who does that? I mean, like seven thousand people a day they visit the Valley of the Kings. You can just go there on your own if you know the right people doing it the right way. It yeah, you can't it. just walk in no. there at night. No. It's just like, like show up at night. Hey, I'm going to do it at night. No, I mean, like, if you know the right connections, if you do it right, I mean, like, there's price for it, of course. Of course. Uh, but it, it could happen. You know what I mean? There's a price for everything. But again, there's a difference between paying for something and, like, getting a great experience and then paying for something. You know, I also think that high journeys. Yeah. We don't offer tours. Anybody can book you a nice hotel. Mm -hmm. Anybody can book you um, a nice cruise. Mm -hmm. People come to you and I because we deliver services. Right. And basically, we don't offer tours. We offer memories and experiences. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes a travel agent different from the other one. Yeah. Someone can deliver just a nice hotel, but, you know, that's it. Anybody yeah. can. They can go on any uh, platform for booking a nice hotel. Yeah. That's not... But why people come to us? Because we offer something different that others do not offer. Yeah. So we offer memories and experiences that last, transformational experiences that change the traveler's mindset. It's just all in the details. So when I arrived, I got this bag. And y'all, I mean, you know, all the conferences and all the traveling we do, we get handed a lot of stuff. And some people look through it, and then some people just push it to the side. I mean, I'll always take the time. It may take me a day or two sometimes, but I always look through it. And I like to thank people, you know, and we're, like, looking through it. And then my travel husband gets in at, like, later than we thought. I mean, we didn't go to sleep till like, 3.30. But he's like, what's in the back? There's chocolates. He's like, there's chocolates. And so he's like... Do you know like, the serve the chocolates? How? Okay, a friend of mine who basically always loved having chocolates, making yeah. chocolates. He was accountant. Yeah. And then after COVID, he was laid off. And he started making chocolate. And we tried it. Oh, this is really so good chocolate. Makes it? It's a homemade chocolate. So the chocolate that you have is a homemade chocolate. My friend of mine, who basically moved from being an accountant, and has a very successful chocolate uh, because of COVID. So he was I staying at home. That's a great story. <laughs> he was staying at home, doing chocolates, more chocolates, more chocolates. And he came to be the chocolate man, creating oh, the best chocolates of all times. Yeah. That, okay. See, and now that makes and sense. And that's why, eat as a high journeys company brand, yeah. we like helping local businesses. And that's why we yes. decided every single guest coming to Egypt should have one box of chocolate branded with our logo and everything. So we ate the chocolates yeah. at 3 o'clock in the morning. And then, but wait, there's more. And this is an even bigger deal for me. So the people that I travel with, we all talk on WhatsApp. And if you're not in America, you operate your business and your life off of WhatsApp.
Mm -hmm. Americans, we don't. We like some people, they don't even know what it is, and that's okay. Like if you're not traveling you know internationally, why? because why? you guys uh, text for free. Yes. Once you travel abroad, Egyptians and people of the world, yeah. texting is with money. Yeah. So WhatsApp is free. Yeah. So that's why you go for the free instead of texting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's I mean, why. Which totally makes it's a sense. Facebook, it's an American company. It's a Facebook yeah. company, WhatsApp. It's, I mean, it's great. Like, I love it. It's just funny because we're in all these WhatsApp groups. And um, so people start, or they're arriving for a retreat. And that's why we're here in Egypt to begin with. But I've learned in traveling really, really far to try to come early or stay late. So, and experience the culture and experience and do some different things as much as you can. Because not only for your, for your personal memories, like you said, but I like to do it so that I can take it back and show people. Well, first, like my family, who some people in my family can't travel, but they love history and they love to do things. And they want to, it's just they can't. Yeah. And so it's fun. I get to go and, like, capture content, like, do fun things. And, yeah. like, I have people tell me, like, I'm living through your, your videos. Trip, yeah. yeah. And, like... They'll say, oh, go eat here, go here, and then I'll give them my opinion. You know, it's just, it's fun to be able to document and share and show people. But when you're not having a good time, it's really difficult to get on video and be fake. Yeah, that's true. And that's something that I cannot do. I cannot mm -hmm. do. And I'll tell you, I'll know. I'll straight up tell you. Like, this was my poor planning, so I should have done this differently or I should have done this. But it's all about relationships. And so when I knew that we were coming, by the way, this trip was started to be planned in 2019, prior to COVID. And we changed the date multiple times. And so things were kind of last minute. It's kind of how my life rolls at this point. But it's like my travel agent who we work with, who we've worked with for over a decade, he's like, oh, you're going to Egypt. Can I introduce you to these people, <clears throat> right? And I mean, within you know a few days, it's just like, okay, we can do this, 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 and this. But I was pretty specific, y'all know. I'm really specific. I'm like, we want a fun tour guide that like likes to dance and can speak good English. And she was, I mean, so perfect. Our driver was perfect. It's like people were handpicked. And then the stories throughout the day that was told, it's like everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And um, like we rode a camel today. And oh, that's fun. it was so fun. And the guy that took us though, he wasn't the guy that was supposed to take us. It was supposed to be another guy, but he didn't speak English that well. And our guide knew that we were like gonna wanna do videos and things. So they sent this other guy who spoke perfectly English. He's like, I have Instagram. And he's like, I know how to use this contraption. My little new DJI Osmo. I just got the new six, it's incredible. And so it was just fun. Like he, he's like, I've been doing this for 20 years. And he's like, I've never danced in front of the pyramids. You know, it's like 10 seconds of shaking your butt and having fun. And then the driver, we drove around. I'm like, come on, you, you do it too. And he's like, oh, no, 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 not me. And I'm like, no, yes, you. And before, like, you just get people going. Yeah. You don't get, you don't answer questions. Like, no, you just do this. We're going, we're, you don't give them time to think. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, my God, I'm dancing. And he's like, <coughs> he's been doing it for 30 years. And he's like, I've never gotten out to, like, dance or, like, be on a show. I'm the premise. I think yeah. I never did before. But it's like... <laughs> You know, incorporate what's happening yeah, of course. In, in the real Look, world. Traveling is all people to people connection, right? It is. So, I mean, like, what's the point? I mean, I mean, that's why traveling in reality is always the best. Yeah. So, even though we may, may, may 
watch a nice video on, on Instagram or something. But when you connect to people yeah. and when you feel it, the sounds, the smells, the voices, you know, mm -hmm. uh, connection. It's all about human connection. You know what and I mean? And communication. Communication, correct. And good communication. And that's the thing where, I mean, I like to think I'm a good communicator. I'm not perfect by any means. But just the different experiences that I've personally had in Egypt just recently with a few different companies because there's 50 of us. We all plan events for a living. We all are pretty well traveled. We all deal in the luxury market. But American luxury and different parts of the world, it means something different. And so to find someone who actually cares, understands about the yeah. experience. You know, anybody can different. claim that I can't anybody really claims that he sells luxury, you know? Yeah. But those who deliver luxury is different. It's like totally you know? different. So you know, I'm telling you, there are at least two thousand companies in Egypt. Like registered companies? Yeah, registered legal companies that have got IATA number. Registered and legal being because the Because you can just be there on a page on Facebook, you know, yeah. or a page on online but not yeah. Having IATA number right. and licensed from the minister Ministry of Tourism. Yeah. So you have to have two two things. That's a lot of companies. So this is the way how you find whether you are dealing with a kind of like accredited company or not. Yeah. All of them claim that they do luxury, but yeah. really out of them, five companies do luxury. So, so five out of two thousand. Yeah. And those who do like true, true, true ultra luxury, I would take two. Yeah. One it's company that I was working for before, mm -hmm. which I really cherish my partnership. Yeah. I mean, like my long partnership with them yeah. and myself because I know exactly what I'm delivering. So were they a big cheerleader for you when you went to them and said, I'm Yeah, they were super thing. nice. I mean, like, yeah, go for it. You know, it's like, good luck. I mean, like, we're, they're good friends still today. I mean, yeah. like, we have good relations. But that, that, that's You know the businessman that I told you about him? Yes. He said, never burn your bridges. That's right. When you're leaving, leave in a very good, proper, ethical way. Yes. And that's what I did. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That was so good. So if you're coming to Egypt, or even if it's outside of a wedding or an event, Would you like to talk about weddings in Egypt? Yeah, yeah. Like, because I think weddings in Egypt is amazing. This is off the chart. People go to Europe, but come on, Egypt offers a lot of nice like, wedding destinations. How just yeah, paint the I picture. mean like we can charter a cruise on the Nile where this is a perfect wedding venue. Which the Nile's right here. Yeah, just just across there. So imagine your guests are getting married on the Nile. You know what I mean? How awesome is this? So, and like, the, so basically we take the whole entire cruise with the guests there. And uh, we do the wedding on deck. As they are sitting down the Nile, the bride will walk down the aisle. Yeah. I mean, like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is yeah. epic. Yes. Uh, or getting married by the pyramids behind you in the background. Or getting married in a very nice Victorian old hotel in Upper Egypt in Aswan on an amazing nature out there. So we have a lot of, or, or even on the Red Sea. Yeah. Like, Getting married on the Red Sea. How many people in the world get married on the Red Sea? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so anything you can think of, you can pretty much do it. Look here. I Remember, I told you you were like magical copper tribe of Aladdin? Yes. So, you know, remember the lantern of Aladdin? The lantern of Aladdin? You know, yes. you rub it? And yes. High and Journeys makes it happen for you. If you have a wish, they yeah. have a command. Yes. But just the whole uh, experience has been really, really lovely. 
and it's all about it's all about relationships. So how did you meet Harlan? I met him through a very good friend of mine, okay. uh, who's a travel advisor, mm -hmm. and uh, you know um, they are kind of a, like a next door office. Yeah. Harlan is part in of a company. Yeah, in New York. Yeah. So basically, I was in the New York um, uh, Times trade show, uh -huh. and my friend told me, "Hey, come over to our office. I can hook you up with yeah. other people from our office." Yeah. And uh, I met Harlan and Cara, and I fell in love with them. They're yeah. so genuine, so nice. I thought, okay, you know what? This is an amazing, great uh, yeah. brother and sister. I love them, and they're so, fun. They're so nice people. So it's yeah. like, and it's like I cherish my partnership with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just again, it's like when you when you have a good relationship with someone, yes. no matter where you go in the world, the world doesn't seem so big and it doesn't seem so scary and overwhelming. Yeah. When you have somebody that you can trust, that's like literally a WhatsApp, like a text away. Yeah. Like it really, it really is. So, so when we talk about destination weddings for Egypt, or even events, or retreats, or leisure travel for executives, like. Are we talking 50 people? Are we talking 100 people? Like, how many people do you I would say from 5 to 500. Okay. So, and all in between. Yeah. So, um... And they, they move people logistically from the yeah. airport to the hotels. Well, yeah. I mean, like, our services are from A to Z. From arrival Everything. to departure and all in between. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Bookings of hotels, venues, restaurants, everything. And then travel siblings on the front end helps organize like all the flights and all the things. Let me tell you, the best thing I ever did was, and I learned this the hard way, I was telling them, we had a destination wedding, it was about 50 people, and Harlan and his sister booked all the travel. And, and overnight, on Halloween, an airline sold. And all the flights were canceled, and all of our guests were getting these notifications. But Harlan was like 10 steps ahead of it, right? So they're all getting notifications as they're partying, drunker than skunks. And they're like, let's look. I was like, it's already taken care of. It's all good. Don't worry. But it's like, I also learned a lesson to not give people so much information about their stuff. Like the notifications should have been coming to us or like just to Harlan. You know, or every, when you have too many people involved, things can like go wrong mm -hmm. and people's experience can get tainted. But it's like they were on top of it, and I could actually just focus on running the event and not worried about rebooking 50-something flights. So when you have a team of people come together and you're all working together, the experience is amazing, and mm -hmm. people have a wonderful time. Yep. It's just absolutely when people are like, "Oh, I'm just gonna Google it. I don't need a tour guide. I'm not. I don't need no, a company." No, Egypt is like no way. No I'm way. Like, Language barrier, culture barrier. Oh, but well, I, I was like, totally there's a lot of did not finish my story a minute ago. This is called looping Tony Robbins. I just remembered the little money bag with the money. Yeah. So that was the little details, right? So Brian and I are going through it, and he, we all talk. It's like who's getting cash. So. I, it was my turn, like I got the cash, but I, I don't travel with very much cash, like I just normally don't. We do for tipping and things like that, we usually work conferences and stuff. And so um, I opened a little bag and it was like bathroom tipping money, which I learned the hard way when I was like, oh, I need to carry tissue and you gotta have money to use the effing bathroom. And like, but it's like that in a lot of countries, a lot of places, and so I'm like, that was so thoughtful. Like, not everybody does that. It's like a simple thing, but it's like I didn't have little bills. Like, I had $200 pounds, and which is way too much to pay to use the bathroom, okay? Um, 
and you got to learn the money too and that's yeah. the other thing and like your detailed itinerary which me and I laugh because my detailed itinerary is like 22 pages of a Google Doc and they print it out all nicely and then you sent the PDF and it's like all there it was like one day but then the next page was like tips it's like how much do you tip like just tell people because otherwise they're Googling it and you can get the wrong information. Mm -hmm. So it was just telling people and going the extra mile. Not everyone does that. And your solutions people. So if you have to have a plan B, you have a relationship. Yeah, we're fixers. We like fixing things. Yeah. You know? They're not going to tell you over WhatsApp, well, what can we do about this? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm that's sorry. Not, that's... Let me fall out of my chair over here. <laughs> That actually happened to me, by the way. So that's why I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I'm just sharing an experience. They're like, this is the difference between, again, what defines luxury? It's like someone who's like, well, I want a really beautiful wedding, but I don't want to spend a million dollars. Okay, well, what's a lot of, I don't want to spend a lot of money on my wedding. Well, what's a lot of money? Because to some people, $10,000 is a lot of money. Some people, it's 100. Some people, it's a million. Yeah. You know, so it's like you have to dig further and you have to ask the right questions. The other thing that is just could cause like some hiccups in the beginning, especially traveling just anywhere internationally, is the whole visa thing, getting in and out. And so there's things that have to happen beforehand. And depending on where your guests are coming from, like all these things matter. And if you don't know to ask, your guests could show up and then they're a little surprised. Like, a visa? What do you mean? What do you mean I had to have that? You know? So it's like telling everybody ahead of time and communicating the right things is key. It is so important. And most people don't know to ask these things. So it's just like giving all the information like you guys yeah, did like that without me asking. In, uh, with a drone in Egypt. Oh my God. <laughs> so, okay, if you've listened to previous podcasts, I almost got arrested in India. They're totally legal. But the last time I was in Egypt, I brought my drone. And, but it was a for a marketing thing for a hotel. And in the owner, he's like, no, it will get shot down. It's completely illegal. So in y'all's uh, email signature, it specifically says, I didn't know it was in your signature. I thought that was to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, the word's getting around that I'm getting arrested in other countries. Or not arrested, but threatened. So I'm We like, are chasing her. We know she's, she's the girl that travels with the iPod. The, uh, I drone, I mean. Right? And so... I'm like, oh, wow, you're on top of it. I'm like, did you put that in there just for me? He's like, oh, that's in all of my signatures. We know her. But tell them why. The uh, no, I was still um, worried about it. But there was a drone. It's a, yeah, basically it's for military intelligence. Yes. So the military. Um, the Serious. space is owned by the military. Yeah. So for safety. For, the air. Yeah, the air. So any flying object is subject for interrogation. Now you so, can get a permit. You, yeah, for you can, a, of course. Uh, from local companies, yeah. From local companies. Yeah, that they have the license from the uh, yes. military intelligence. So if you're going to have an permissions. event, and if you we want, have the right people, again, you come to us, we put you in touch with the right people. Yeah. Shooting or a wedding just, or something, we can easily do it with a yeah. drone, with the right permissions. Yeah, and likely you just take care of it. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it's this much. Okay, fine. The client's fine with it because they want that beautiful of course. bird's eye view of everything. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you're getting married on the Nile, cruising down the Nile. The drone goes around a cruise and you're just in the middle of the river. It's beautiful. And making your vows with, a, with, with basically this amazing view. I mean, like, how romantic is this? And it's so peaceful. So it's like... It's very peaceful. Yeah. So tell us, are there peak months for people to travel? 
or do events here? Like, uh, is there a high season, low season? Yeah, weather like, good? the weather is good as old as um, second half of October okay. and November. Okay, so that's uh, high season. That's high season. Okay. Um, so that means plan ahead, peeps. Yep. I would say March, April is good, but I would always go for, especially for weddings, October, November. This is the best okay. two months of the year. Early December. Okay. Are there a lot of outdoor weddings? Outdoor weddings, yeah, of They're course. They're mainly outdoor Main outdoors here. weddings, yeah. So, so I just outdoors sort of weddings, that out. yeah. So does it ever rain here? Uh, it rains in December. Okay. So, uh, but tents. There's tents. Uh, not really. No. no, we're not prepared for it. No, because <laughs> so never rains. Come in October. It's just by the wedding in October, November, September. Yeah. And you're sweet. Yeah, and you'd be absolutely fine. You're good. Yeah. So, how far in advance would they need to plan for a legendary wedding? Yes, one for year. A legendary. <coughs> okay, listen. For one a more time. Legendary. How long? One year. One year. Okay. One year. If you ask me, I would probably say. 15 months. Sometimes we do 18 months. 18 months. If we're moving over 50 people who are not well-traveled. Now, there are other planners that we work with who plan these destination weddings for 300 plus people in three months and get it done. To me, that's just stressful. We can make it done. They can. But it's like, it's, we can make it done in two weeks time. Yeah. You know? It's just but not we ideal. suggest one, one year. Yes. One year to make it relaxed. Yes. And do it right. For the we best can, experience. For the best experience. So if they want to get in touch with you and your company, where should they go? Our name is High Journeys. Uh, we're based in Cairo, Egypt, and they can find us anywhere. www.highandjourneys.com. Okay, so it is .com. So it's not... Yeah, it's, no, no, it's like .com. Okay. www.highandjourneys.com. And this is anything, anything on the ground in yes. Egypt. From arrival to departure and all in between. Yeah. So check it out. And then do you guys have Instagram? Uh, we do. Uh, but uh, it's kind of like I'm the one who's running Instagram. So I'm not doing a good job. <laughs> so it's like. Social media. It's we do it for the fact of presence. But, yes. you know, it's like if you want to check whether we are existing or not, we do exist in Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm doing very bad job in Instagram. But it's they're busy, you guys. And that's the best news. It's like. We were even talking yesterday. Y'all thought it was going to be a slower month, uh, right? Uh, oh, month. yeah, yeah. We have 60 people on ground right now, as I'm talking to you right now. They're probably And some planned. of them are having those ultra-luxury experiences. We're renting tomorrow, like a private helicopter, to fly the guests over the permits. No one does this in Egypt, by the way. We're the only ones that... Uh, because the space owned by the military. So we're uh, renting a military. We take you to a military base. You fly out of a military base and you fly over the pyramids. It's amazing, 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 amazing. That's it's like, beautiful. it's a wow experience. Like you fly above them, it's like wow experience. We saw people parachuting into that. Yeah. <laughs> there was this event going on, I think it was like the last day. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to film it. Brian's like, why? You're not doing it. So why I'll do we need to film it? <laughs> well, we would love to do it. There's a few things, Brian. And I, I like the helicopter, though, because you're kind of like doing it. I want to jump that, out of it, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I definitely want it, like, to capture the beautiful content and, like, all the memories from above. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're getting tired. Y'all, it's Yeah, now so what time? Local time is quarter to 11 at night. Yeah, and yeah. we're going to, um, our car picks us up at 4.30 a.m. Because already we're flying to Luxor. Luxor. And then I'm going, where? 
Afterwards, you're going to Horgada. How do you say it? Luxor, Horgada. 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 How do you make your tongue do that? Horgada. Actually, in Arabic, it says Garda. 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 Like a tiger. Garda. Oh my God, the camels talked to us today. They did? Oh, they were so talkative. I mean, like I've never heard an animal make a noise. Oh, like they that. do, they do. No, but they made noises like, like, yeah, I can't yeah. even mimic it. It was just so odd. But my camel's name is Minnie Mouse, and Brian's camel's name was Moses. Moses? Yeah. yeah I've ridden Moses before. Yeah. There's, I mean, they're just so Nice cute. camel. You know, uh, cruising the desert on a camel, it's amazing. Yeah. And you know why do I wear, use the word uh, cruising? Why? Uh, because the camels uh, in the Arab culture, we uh, refer to them as the desert chip. Why? So, uh, because they can go 14 days without drinking water. Oh, damn. 14 days without drinking water. But so it's a, like a cruise. You're is that like okay? ship. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, like, that's why the Arabs have used them through centuries traveling. Through the Sahara Desert. Yeah. So traveling for 14 days without drinking water, it's like a cruise down the the desert. So it's a ship. So the desert ship. And it's so, oh, and camels run. I didn't know. Yeah, that. they run. Yeah, that's why we call it like cruising. Tomorrow you're gonna be cruising the Nile, and uh, today you have cruised the desert. So you went on a camel cruise, yes. and you're going tomorrow on the Nile cruise. And it was so fun. We <laughs> we just had the best time. And it was beautiful. The weather was perfect. And there's a new place that you can eat lunch. And it was great. Oh, the Nine Pyramids Lounge. It's like amazing. Yeah. It wasn't. It's one of our uh, favorite spots there. How many people died overlooking the pyramids? It's like. And it was so perfect because the view is so perfect. And all the different angles for any video or photo, they're incredible. And it looks like no one's really there. Yep. So it's like you don't have too many people because the way they schedule groups, it's like very organized. Oh, actually, it's a very high-end <clears throat> restaurant. They, they do not accept any travel agency to work with them. Really? So it's kind of like top of the line. They yeah. choose, pick and choose who they work with. They yeah. filter. Yeah. So they don't want somebody to go for a cup of coffee there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like that, they filter yeah. people. So it's like, if you're a good spatter, you go there. Yeah. So uh, that's why basically they kind of like make it very complicated to have a place there. That's why well, they, they choose, pick and choose clients, I would say. But it's... In a good way. Not yeah, in a, oh, we're the same way. remember, 7,000 people a day they visit the pyramids. You have to. 7,000 people. If they open it for everyone, all the 7,000 people, they would be there at the restaurant. You have and to have reservations. Not, yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. You have to have reservations. Like, you have, you can't just show, show up. up. No way. And, like, there's these huge buses. And just, like, people get off, but it's, like, very organized. Like, people coming off and on, and it's not too overwhelming. But everyone was so fun. And it was just nice. And... The food was amazing. Yep. It no, was our favorite food. Yeah. Well, the food we had yesterday was actually No, come good. on. Yesterday was amazing. It was really no. good, too. So if you're coming to Egypt or if you know someone coming to Egypt, reach out, ask questions, and we got to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bed. You have to do emails. Yep. I have fourth emails to reply till 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So when we say dedication... <laughs> Dedication, okay, dedication. And if you're thinking about starting a business, we like to, uh, yeah, I, I would just, if you are thinking to start a business, business, make, make quick response, like quick response. Be on top of things. You have Don't to. delay it, don't delay it. 
you have that's to. kind of like the key of success details. so details be detail oriented check every single and never too late you know I thought I'd never start my own business. Actually, it's this American man that have started inspiring me and another South African man too. Yeah. He came like six months after and he owns a business. And yeah. uh, he was like telling me exactly you like- You have to do this, Yeah, so it's like- Because they know. And later on, he started his own lodge. Really? Yeah, because he was like working for as a CEO for one company, then he started his lodge and he was like super nice man. It's just- yeah. That's awesome. Okay, you have to pick a card, and then you have to answer a question. We okay, do this good. at the end of our podcast. So there's cards here. Y'all, my cards got wet. I think I have a... Should I pick now? Yeah, yeah, pick one. I have a leak in my purse or something over here. Have you ever gone to the bathroom in <laughs> the pool? These like, are really funny random Have you questions. ever gone to the bathroom? Like, number one, you mean? Oh, well, let's <laughs> clarify. Yeah, right? I or guess. Have you Answer ever? Both, number one and number two. No, number two, of course not. <laughs> the pool, never, ever. Number one, all the time. <laughs> right? Right? I do it all the time. <laughs> all the time. Sometimes it's Maybe like. Maybe ask me, like, when did you get out of the. Maybe when I was five years. When yeah. I was five years old, my mom would bring me up. But after this, yeah. I'd be silent about it. <laughs> it's like peeing in the pool all the time. You pee in the pool all the uh, time. Can I get another one that's like very interesting questions? Yeah, I yeah. love it. Here. Mm. Have you ever gotten a what? A DUI. Do you know what? what that is? No. This is hilarious. I love that he got this. So in America, if you're drunk, you drink too much alcohol, you get a DUI. Oh, like somebody like to check you uh, as you're no, driving. No, no, no. Your ass goes to jail. You get arrested. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you get a DUI and you get your license taken away from you. Oh, okay. No, that never happens. So yeah. if you drink too much... You get a D, but... Ubers are great for this. Ubers. Ubers. Let's yeah, do another one marked. because that's not relevant to you. Yeah, okay, here. Yeah. I can't believe my carts got wet. Actually, I can. Have you ever stolen something from a store? <laughs> maybe a croissant. Maybe not. A croissant? Yeah, yeah well, I paid it later on. <laughs> I was like 10 years old at the you time. Never, you never stolen anything. One croissant. I was 10 years old. Mom told me this is wrong. Go and pay it. <laughs> Good mom. Good mom. Yeah. My dad sold gummy bears and a hair barrette from Walmart. I was about the same age. Yeah. And my dad was home from school when I got off the bus and I knew something was wrong. Yeah. And I was wearing a red coat. I'll never forget. And he put my hands in handcuffs. He worked in authority law. And he took my ass to jail. <laughs> Big people jail. Uh-huh. And they left me there just for a little bit to scare them the shit out of me. And it did. I never stole again. And they took me back and made me return the half-eaten gummy bears and apologize. Hmm. But that never happened again. <laughs> right? Okay, you have to answer one. Okay. <laughs> I still am like, how do all my cards get wet? We have Mahmoud here with us. He's you want to be on video? Yeah, come over. Here. 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 You come over here. Mahmoud is my business partner. Who is like... So patient with me <laughs> and so kind. Thank you. Because I know it's a lot of work sometimes. How many times do we have a queen in Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all listen. Yeah. Okay, so. If, queen of the Nile here. Yeah. Well, the other thing is like, and I do know like women here are dressed and they don't really wear dresses. Yeah. I was not thinking. But this morning, because we were riding a camel, I texted him. I'm like, 
we should wear pants today, right? Like not shorts, even though it's it's hot in the sun. But actually today there was a breeze because the night it was really really nice. But um, he's like, yeah, wear pants. And so I couldn't wait to get the clothes off because they were, you know, it's dusty. That's the other thing. You have to wear tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah. No high heels. <laughs> we ain't trying to be cute, okay? You can still get really cute shoes that are comfortable, but you need tennis shoes and good socks, right? Yeah. But uh, so I put a dress on. Everyone was staring at me when we walked down to dinner. And Brian's like, just walk in front of me because this is hilarious. Yeah. But everyone was like looking, kind of like, but I was just waving. <laughs> so it's like, you also want to make sure that like you're appropriate for like where you're going. Brian's like, you probably shouldn't have worn a dress, but y'all know me, I'm checked out sometimes. But your itinerary did say like certain things. And then one thing before that question, what's the thing about asking people about taking pictures because they don't like to be, have their picture made? Yep. You should why? Ask. Why though? Why you should ask people to like, have, uh, because sometimes people like, uh, why you take my picture or... If you're like, if you're walking in Nashville, yeah. I stop you and take your picture. Yeah. People do it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's but it. at Burmans or at Luxor or <laughs> in tourist sites, they, they love to do it. But in the street, they might like... Oh, but you remember, oh, hold on. Yeah. If they ask you for taking picture for you, because you're like a Hollywood actress. Yeah. No. Because, no, I they tell you. Remember, no, you're blonde. blonde. Yeah. We don't have blonde girls right. in Egypt. Right. So that's right. like Hollywood. Wow, oh my gosh, Hollywood. So cute. It was yeah. so yeah. So she's like you're it's an like actress. Movie star. On, yeah. A movie star. It's like that in Egypt and then in India. And, yeah. and it's like people want to take pictures. And um, I mean, we have fun with it. And lots of the times, the people, the, like the locals, they don't go to the pyramids to see foreigners. They see them only on TV. So when they see them yeah. close to In them, reality, oh that's kind God. of like, yeah, like Hollywood yeah. is here. So they see it's tourists so more than they see the pyramids, I you know? Remember, yeah. Uh, yeah. when I was in school and I went first time to uh, in a school trip, I was like 10 years old. I was chasing like people, like foreigners, men or girl, uh, boys or girls. Can I take a picture with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I did that. <laughs> but I think that's cute. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, just so you know, Americans, if you're here and people are asking, like, yeah. can we take a picture with you? In a nice way, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good thing. I'm flattered. Like, I love it. And yeah. I'm over here, I'm like, what's your TikTok? What's your Instagram? What's your this? And that's the yeah. other thing. You got to know where people are because, like, in some of the countries, they don't use TikTok. In some of the, I mean, every country has Facebook. Every yeah. country pretty much uses Instagram. But we go, we follow each other. And you build an audience yeah. and relationships with people all mm. over the world. So now, if people are coming, well, they can just call you off. But if someone's asking, they're like, oh, where, who should I go for Campbell's? Or where should I, what's that lunch place again? You know, they can reference yeah. all of this. And I'm like, oh, we have a TikTok on that. You know, just type the hash, type in Egypt, camel, luxury camel Egypt ride or something, because that's a hashtag <laughs> I would use. And, and then it pops up, and that's the point of hashtags is it helps you yeah. find where you need to go. Okay, I'm, I went off on a tangent. Okay. Oh, yeah, we gotta go to bed, we gotta go to bed, we gotta go to bed. Would you ever get a tattoo? What kind of tattoo would it be? No, never. Why? Mm. You don't have a tattoo? <laughs> no, I don't have a It's a commitment. Yeah. It's too much of a commitment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a tattoo? Uh, no. I have a tattoo. Oh, uh, you do? Okay. <laughs> it's a frog. Yeah. I regret it. Yeah. Don't do it. Unless you do a strategy meeting around it, yeah. and if you have a strategy meeting and you feel really good yeah. that like in a hundred years, you're still gonna love that I tattoo. Think it hurts like. 
God, fucking it hurts. No. <laughs> it really hurt. I cried and sweated. Oh, my God. It was bad. I don't yeah. know what I was, I wasn't thinking, actually. That's I was why like I don't 20. want to. <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, never thought of it. Yeah, but commit to it. Yeah. You know, only if you love it. Okay, you want to do one more? Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know this one, right? <laughs> I don't know any of them. You're just trying. read it. Read it. How dare you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did you find out that Santa Claus is not real? Now, wait a minute. Do y'all celebrate Christmas? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we do. do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Was your heart broken? My parents. Yeah. They told you? <laughs> yeah. Your parents just flat out told you. <laughs> Santa don't exist. <laughs> they just told you? Yep. Okay. What about you? Uh, I was actually, I was old. I was in my fifth grade. So I was like, my parents played the game well till I was like really old. I was like, yeah. then my brother told me. So I was like, <laughs> I, I come from a family that the honor Santa Claus. Yeah. So uh, like everybody like Santa, Santa's there, Santa's coming. So it's like, I was old, deal. it's a big deal. And I love that. It's not in every culture that will always celebrate uh, like that. Yeah. So I love that. Okay, thanks so much for watching Thank and listening you. and tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye from Egypt. Thank you. Bye. Yes. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember, the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.